Right, right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat, Facebook let off with a losing connection. Live from the secret podcast studio somewhere in Los Angeles, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday, September 24th edition, the two days till I turn 39, so I get even older. I'm an old, cranky old man. What's going on? We have, to my to my right and your left, we have Pete Molini. We have two weeks in a row, Sam, executive producer Sam Zia, excessively long executive producer Sam Zia. Unnecessarily long. Unnecessarily long. And, <laughs> and to my left... Uh, off camera as well. We have Tyler back again. Uh, Sam's coworker who yes, I, I, yes. He, he was so enjoyable last week on the show. I'm like, we, we got to have you on again. Uh, you're here. We, 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 of course, we're interrupting what, what goes on over here in the secret podcast studios. It's a secret. It's all and, good. Unless you've seen the back of the microphone in an old episode. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> like the worst kept secret. But hey, well, for those of you who, who cannot watch the video, it's still a secret. <laughs> Man, you know, I really wanted to make sure we got back into the secret podcast studios yeah. this week because there's going to be a lot of video game talk. I'm sorry, Pete Molini. Oh, there's going to be a lot of video game. I know you're not the big gamer, but I'm happy to have Sam and Tyler here to, to really pick their brains about all the game stuff. But we're going to lead off with a comic book related mm-hmm. thing, uh, something that I really wanted to jump on Twitter and jump on Facebook and talk about it. Hawk, the, they released uh, Todd Phillips, the director of that whatever the Joker film is going to be called, whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. The unfunny joke, the whatever joke, the killing joke, the not, not the not <laughs> the not killing joke. They showed what Joaquin Phoenix is going to look like in Joker makeup. We don't know if it's the final Joker makeup, but yeah, they showed it. Pete Malini, what are your thoughts on this Joaquin Phoenix that they, that we've seen? And uh, and then uh, the other two gentlemen. I don't know if you've seen it, but we'll, we'll get your thoughts after Mr. Malini here. It's it's trippy. Like they went straight uh, clown makeup. You know, yeah. like they didn't do like you know some weird. Uh, you know, skin dying, you know, like the typical Joker origin. Right, where like, uh, like instead of he's like he's incredibly pale, yeah. light makeup. Um, the one thing I really liked was that uh, he's wearing kind of like a, the suit he's wearing is very, uh, it's a like, kind of nod to like a Cesar Romero. Right, like, right. It kind of has that look to it. Purple crushed velvet. Yeah. <laughs> but then the one thing I really liked was that, um, so in the very first uh, appearance of uh, the Joker in the Batman 66, he shows up like singing opera. Uh-huh. He's wearing this fake mask, and that mask looks like the one that he Ledger wore in. Um, yeah, I was just about to say yeah, that. In Dark Knight, the, the, beginning. the makeup looks like the masks and from then, the Dark Knight. Yeah, so then that makeup looks like that. So like, that's a little chain of uh, continuity. There. A little continuity. Uh, Tyler, did, have you seen the Joaquin Phoenix makeup? Well, what did you think? I did. If I'm being perfectly honest, mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly digging it. Right, right. No, I, I want you. No, please you know, give us your give us your genuine opinion. Sam does all the time. I think I'm just so used to seeing like the Joker and you know like the purple suit, the green hair, just the yeah. white makeup. Like I saw like the just normal clown makeup, and I'm just like, eh. now I I love Walking Phoenix. I'll always remember him as um, was it like the Emperor's kid in uh. Gladiator, Gladiator. Commodus, yes. yes. Like, am I not merciful? Like, I so I know he played the perfect bitch. He, exactly, he was, he was really and, good. <laughs> and I know it's like the psychotic part of the role. I know he'll get it down. But as far as the makeup is like, not entirely digging it. I mean, it's okay. Right. It's looked, just it's just a test. We'll see what happens. Right. Exactly. Like this may not be. The, I don't know. We don't know if it's the final makeup. It's just a, a yeah. test. Sam, did you get to see that? Did you see the the image of I Joaquin? Did. I did. I liked Walking it, in LA? and it also made me miss River Phoenix. Aww. <laughs> it made you miss River Phoenix. Hair-lipped version of it that we have now. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, no, I actually liked the. I, I I liked the nod to the old school. I caught that old school Cesar Romero nod. Mm-hmm. But I like what they're doing because it is like when you look at it, it looks like a demented clown. Yeah. Right. I, like I, it looks like at like you know those people who are afraid of clowns. I still don't understand it. But yeah. Hey, some people just are terrified those are of clowns. People who are terrified of clowns. This looks like the clown of their nightmare, mm-hmm. and that that's not it. You oh yeah, 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 exactly. Um, my my impressions, like my my first immediate impression was like, oh wow, what are they doing? Because I, I I'm an old man. I'm yeah. very traditionalist. I, I like my my uh, I like my things to be look like what they looked in the comics. But to be fair, when we first saw Heath Ledger, I immediately rejected that as well. When they first showed the you know the scars and you know he looked like a weird psychopath and the frizzy hair, I was like, oh man, fuck that shit. He's gonna ruin it, and he turned out to be one of the best jokers that we've ever had. So I'm gonna reserve my judgment until we actually see. It. I mean, it may look a little weird. I mean, I do like the. It looks like a playing card Joker. Yeah. Like that, that. That was the impression I got. Where like you know like the pl- the playing card of a Joker. That's what like that makeup kind of reminded me of. And of course, like like Pete mentioned, it looks like the masks they used at the beginning of the heist at the opening of the Dark Knight. It looks like the, 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 those masks. It has a Jack in the Box feel to it. <laughs> it really has like. A twisted, demented Jack in the Box feel to it, and I like it. I, I get, I really like the angle that it possibly can take. I hope mm-hmm. that it doesn't fall short of expectations. Right. Because I, as much as I will, you know, make River Phoenix references constantly because uh-huh. he's far more talented. It doesn't take away from the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is a hell of an actor. He is. And I want to see him in that role. I mean, the last thing I saw him in was Inherent Vice, which was, it was kind of a confusing movie, but I enjoyed him in the movie. He was he was really good playing like a stoned out <laughs> drug guy yeah. throughout the whole movie. I, I I rather enjoyed him in that film. Yeah. So I I think if he sinks his teeth into it, just like you know when he played Johnny Cash or as Tyler mentioned, uh, Commodus and freaking in, in freaking Glide. Am I not like, merciful, man? Yeah, like he he can really sink his teeth into it. I mean, as long as he doesn't try to play a fake rapper, I think it'll it'll come out fine. <laughs> But the thing too is like this is just like it's an origin film, so we don't know if that's how he's gonna end up. Like, yeah, you that, know, at the end of this movie, he could be more. Of a, it could be more like the the the, the lipstick yeah, and then the the the, the, the green hair, and but it it does look rather disturbing, and that should be the goal for. <laughs> I, yeah. I the, the, my favorite thing of the whole little the little video they showed was kind of like the when the that the, the light would come by and it would kind of show different faces like he, he the the clown face had different expressions as they brought it around so I was like I, that actually had me much more intrigued than the actual makeup just kind of like showing like like every time because I watched it a few times because I was like wait what's going on here yeah <laughs> like this, obviously they, they read it as a test but it was like hey like they showed the face every time it whip came by he had a different look on his face. Until they finally showed the final one, where he's kind of like, eh, 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 eh. so I was like, "All right, this has the the appropriate amount of darkness that we that we want out of out of a Joker esque film." So I I I am I am cautiously optimistic. I, I I'm not gonna pass judgment like like many want to or are already doing so. It would be nice to see a DC movie not suck. Yeah, I mean. I, 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 Aside from Wonder Woman, God, uh, before I left the house, before uh, when Pete showed him, uh, what was on? I think it was on TNT. It was freaking BVS, <laughs> and I, because uh, I, 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 I'd stop my whatever I was watching, and then like it, the BVS was on. It was like right at the point where, where Lex Luthor was like being a bitch to freaking Superman. It's like, oh, you're not gonna kill me because I have mom. Yeah, I have your dear little dog, mommy. And I was just like, oh, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, oh. 
I was like, he, he was acting more like the Joker than Jared Leto did. I mean, like, the, the Lex Luthor was playing yeah. was a better Joker than Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> because he was playing this neurotic, like, because uh, he was talking to Lois Lane, too. And he's like, oh, uh, in, in, insane is a, is a, it's a three-syllable word. Oh, yeah. It's a three-syllable word used by people who don't understand big things. I'm like, shut the fuck up. They just, they just got the wrong actor. That's all yeah, it was. They got the wrong actor. I remember uh, when they originally cast Heisenberg, you know, as Lex Luthor. And I was like, that's horrible. That's a terrible decision. Yeah. And there was that big rumor going around, oh, hey, they might get Brian Cranston, because he was at the top of his Breaking yeah. Bad thing. Oh. So me and my brother had this running joke that the director and the producer were like having a conversation like, hey, what if we get Heisenberg? He's like, Jesse Eisenberg. That's genius. Why don't we get him instead? Wow. He's like, why don't we get him? And he's like, well, no, actually, done. We already called him. He's in. <laughs> like, he's already in. He's already agreed. <laughs> no, we want Heisenberg, not Jesse Eisenberg. Fuck. <laughs> that, 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 oh, God, it's too that perfect. Perfect. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Snyder came out and said that he originally came, he uh, screen tested for Jimmy Olsen. Oh. And Snyder was like, oh no, you're Lex Luthor. But <laughs> then, there's another referendum on Zack Snyder. Another referendum yeah. on how bad I mean, he I is. Thought, and I thought we had called a moratorium on that just because, of, <laughs> you know, his personal issues. Ah, you know what? It's been long enough. <laughs> Ah, oh, fucking ah! Oh. Just to hear something like that, like he screens us for Jimmy Olsen, mm-hmm. and he said, like, "You know what? Let's go to the complete opposite direction. <laughs> We're gonna make you Lex Luthor." God, fucking damn it! Yeah, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. like nervous, neurotic, weird. If he had played like the same character he did in like uh in Zombieland or in yeah. freaking uh, uh, Catch Me If You Can or whatever that that fucking that that that. that I that think you're, you you're thinking now you see me right now you see me. Thank okay. you. It's like Catch Me If You Can. What's catch that? Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> see, I'm already see. Old man brain. Old man brain is already kicking in. Gosh darn it, Dre. Did you see? Uh, was it? Uh, they, they posted a clip for The Simpsons is coming back. This, uh, this Sunday. No way. The Simpsons is coming back? Yeah. I know, right? I can't believe it's coming back. But they posted... That's sarcasm, everyone. They posted this clip that was really funny. So I guess the plot is they're making some kind of movie about the family, uh-huh. and Homer is producing it. Oh, for fuck's and, sake. Uh, there's, a, there's a little clip they put in there where, where Gal Gadot is, is screen testing for Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Homer tells her, he's like, like oh, you're great in those Fast and the Furious movies, but what have you done since then? And she says, like, oh, yeah, yeah. have you ever seen Wonder Woman? And he says, oh, whenever the DC logo comes up on the screen, I fall asleep. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Damn. Piercing. Somebody get some Dude. ice. <laughs> That's a bird. I mean, they may actually re- re- rejuvenate a crowd uh, uh, fan base again with that kind of, oh, kind that, of that burned me. Fuck. God damn it. You, you know what's another universe that's been suffering? Oh, the, the Transformers universe. I, honestly, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I, I remember watching the first one. That was like way back. I was like 07, 06, 07, That first Michael yeah. Bay one. And I was like, they, they brought in, they, they brought in the OG voice of you know Optimus Prime. You know, and I watched. I remember watching it, and I was kind of like, yay, Transformers, because I'm, I'm an '80s kid. I fucking love Generation One Transformers, oh, yeah. but they made them all look like fucking. Um, it, it looked like blenders. <laughs> they all look like complicated blenders, all the Transformers, especially when they're transforming. They look like that they could make you a bunch of Julian fries. Like you, you toss you toss them some some vegetables, and I'm like, oh, good. I have a smoothie now. <laughs> and I really didn't like those movies uh, going forward. I remember watch the second one really just bore a hole in my soul. That second one was really, uh, where the fuck was it called? The Rise of the Fallen? Yeah. I fucking hate that. I, like, I don't usually like hate movies. Like, I don't like the room, but I don't hate the room. I don't ever want to watch it again. 
but I don't hate it. And no, and yes, we'll get to Tommy Wiseau posting the room on YouTube oh, at, yeah, later on in this that, discussion. The, the fact that him and testosterone uh, did a scene. See, I invoked the, I invoked the room. Batman and Joker. I saw that. Yeah, I invoked the I invoked the room. All right, so but. But notwithstanding, but I hate the second Transformers Michael Bay movie. That movie is a goddamn Travis. It's an it's, yeah. it's a it's an abomination. I, I hate it. I never saw. I saw the first one though. Don't ever watch the rest of them. And then so I never watched the third one. I never watched the. Uh, I I didn't get to, even though I love watching Mark Wahlberg and I love watching him be very Boston and be be, be very very poor representation of of, of 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 Bostonites. It also joins the ranks of movies like Waterworld, where the ride at Universal is way better than the movie. There you go. But apparently, so they're they're rebooting it. Yeah. Uh, as you do in, in the world of Hollywood, when something is very unsuccessful, you reboot it. And they're coming out with this uh, Bumblebee movie, yeah. which has uh, that young lady, lady Haley Stansfield. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you've seen True Grit, she was the young yeah. lady in that. Pitch Perfect, though, and uh, whatever else. Uh, Edge of 17, that's the one I really liked her in. She's in it, and there's some guy that we can't see. There's yeah. there's a dude. There's some dude there. I, I see this you know, military outfit, but I don't see a guy there. I just can't see him. Oh, it took me John a second. Cena! <laughs> it took me a legit second. I was just like, who is he talking about? There's some about? dude there. I see this floating flat top wig. <laughs> All you had to do was say military style pants. And I was like, There's oh, some military God, pants. Yeah. As soon as you and, emphasize. And a flat top wig. As soon as you emphasize, I can't see him. I was like, oh, oh yeah, it, duh. Yes. Juan <laughs> Cena. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, John Cena's in this movie. Yeah. But the most important thing, so they've released a second trailer. The first trailer came out a while back. Oh, okay, cool. I'm like, that, that kind of looked like Starscream. And like OG Starscream. That looked like a, it looked like a jet. And, and Bumblebee is, is a bug. He's not a Camaro. And they they released the uh, the second trailer today. Ooh. And man, there was so much fucking Generation 1. Yeah. It's like somebody... At freaking you know, oh whoever's in charge of that who who's in charge Paramount. Paramount thank you whoever's in charge of that Travis he said you know what we should do what people want yeah <laughs> we let's get rid of Michael Bay as a that's as a what producer. I think the big key was getting rid of Michael Bay they got rid of Michael Bay and all the Transformers they fucking look like the original fucking Transformers that everyone of my age and, and older or slightly younger really fucking you got to see fucking like you got to see Cybertron and fucking Soundwave. Look like fucking Soundwave. <laughs> My favorite fucking Decepticon. He had a fucking he had his fucking thing on his chest, yeah. and the fucking and Ravage came out. The little fucking Panther came out, and he looked like fucking Ravage. Mm-hmm. And then Bumblebee played a hologram of Optimus Prime, and he looked like Optimus Prime. He didn't look like some crazy weird truck. He looked like the big blocky Optimus Prime. That that was my hero as a as a young man. <laughs> Dear Hollywood. Don't let Michael Bay or M. Night Shyamalan ever touch any part of anybody's childhood. No. Ever. No. No. Show us on the doll where they touched you. <laughs> Don't let them touch you. And they, they had triple changers. They had Blitzwing. They transformed from a helicopter into a robot, into a vehicle. And I was like, I'm in. All right. Congratulations. You have somehow made me give a shit about what? Sorry. There's a football game on in the background, and we are going to be constantly distracted. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> like my fantasy team. Uh, poor Tyler's down, fantasy no, team. I am down by point 
Four. Point I four? cannot lose this game. Oh, good God. Good old fantasy. Uh, you know, we, we had an entire episode where we talked about how fantasy sports, like, <laughs> we talked about fantasy sports on this show. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, it's it's totally a nerdy thing, and people don't realize it, how nerdy it, it, it is. It is, and it makes me cry. <laughs> it, it's so emotional. I, I can't play it anymore because <laughs> it, it hurts my soul. That's people why I stopped playing. People don't get it. Sports fans, you know, show up in their jerseys and all that stuff. They're just That's cosplayers. Yeah, they're cosplaying their, their, their favorite athletes. Every Sunday is my Comic-Con. Exactly. Okay, that's the best way to see it. Exactly. By the way, remind me to talk about this uh, cosplay convention I went to in oh, Star Buddy Lamar. All right. So I, just to summarize, mm-hmm. yes, this new Bubblebee movie, I'm on board. Yeah. Fucking. And it's, it's set in the 80s. Right? It's set in the 80s. Yeah. It's set in the 80s. We have G1 Transformers. They're going to show us the war on Cybertron. They're going to fucking... Bumblebee is going to be... Well, uh, the only thing I'm concerned... I don't know how the fuck Bumblebee is supposed to fight like three Decepticons on his own. But you know what? Maybe he's an amazing warrior. That's the one thing they're going to retcon. He's going to be an amazing fucking warrior. What if the movie ends with him being on Bernie Mac's used car lot? <laughs> Right. I don't know how I'd feel about Just that. Just thought about that right now. Oh, like, man. Oh, if it ends God. that way, I, I would be slightly sad. <laughs> Are we going to explain how he becomes a Camaro? How he becomes a Camaro? No. This is a reboot. <laughs> I want the, This is a reboot. Everyone looks normal. Everyone looks cool. I'm like, oh, my God. This is what this is what I've wanted yeah. out of these Transformers movies. It's feeding into my my 80s nostalgia where I was, where I was a young man. Oh, Jesus. No PI on that one. So... Sam, this past this past uh, Saturday, you went to NerdBotCon. I went to our, NerdBotCon. Our, our friend, friend of the show, Lamar Harris. He was performing with uh, another friend of the show, Andrew Alandi's band, Ragnarok. Yes, that is a pun on Thor Ragnarok. And they played rock. Yeah. Nerd rock at a nerd convention. You took your, your two wonderful kids to go see our friend Lamar play. Yeah, I also saw a friend of the show's cousin, uh, 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 Rikishi. Oh, you saw Rikishi? Yeah, he was there. Oh, awesome! That was pretty cool. Uh, Man, he's been doing all the rounds. We saw him at uh, we saw Rikishi at Long Beach Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know, doing the pay for autographs and pictures. I was like, dude, I just want to say hi. <laughs> but it was cool. It was uh, great seeing Lamar up there. He sang uh, some Dio. He's saying, Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he, he did Rainbow in the Dark. Rainbow in the Dark, oh, baby. Wow. I'm sur- uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I have to go back and check the, the my friends who were doing it, who were Facebooking and live that, that the show. hottest cosplaying Batgirl. I don't know which iteration it was of Batgirl, but she was the sexiest girl that was there. By was she far. wearing red? Was it was it I a can't red? remember at this point. You can't remember <laughs> what all you remember are the curves? You don't remember the colors? I don't remember at this it point. It wasn't purple or red? Because if it was red, it was Batwoman, my friend. It was a blur. <laughs> That's Batwoman. It was a blur. And she's from the island of Lesbos. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, during the music, my kid was dancing as he does. Like uh-huh. his dance consists of him just spinning and flapping his arms and then like switching and his arms go up and down. Well, he's one and a half. That 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 is the, the dance of his people. But here's the thing that got him, that got this girl because she turned around and started noticing because during that part during the breakdown during Rainbow in the Dark, the doom, doom. He's in there just every on the beat, raising his arms up and just like yelling with it. And this girl turns around, sees him doing it, and she starts dancing with him, doing the exact same dance. Aww. And, and I was like, man, this kid could help me pick up women so easily if that was I mean, the, the boy has charisma. For a year and a half, he has that Sam Zia charisma. Yeah. He does, yeah. 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 If, it, if it, anything he got from your DA, aside from your, 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 your extreme hirsuteness, he got your charisma. Yeah, he absolutely did. <laughs> he, he got most of the looks from the mom, which is great. 
great. Well, good for yeah, good for him. So that's good. So so far, I like that he hot got, mama charismatic daddy. Yeah, I like that, that boy's in trouble that when he's he gets got older. of both of us. And yeah. the, and and Lily was was having so much fun. She was like, "Next time, I want to go." And I'm going to go dressed up as a Pokemon character. Oh, and awesome. I thought that was totally cool. And I guess next time we go, I'm going to have to go dressed as Yoshi. And the baby's <laughs> going to have to go as Mario. And I'm going to have to let him ride on my back. Oh, I was so about to say, well, why, wearing... why, why aren't you dressed as Ash Ketchum? And like you could be uh, Lily's trainer. Nah. <laughs> so what, you're, you're, you're doing green face paint, right? No, no. I think there's actual Yoshi out, like costume. No, I want to see green face paint. I'm right. not doing green face paint. <laughs> then, I, then you have no interest in me. I, <laughs> I'm not interested anymore. I'm not worried about your interest. <laughs> I'm worried about you want the you want the the the, 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 the pajama where like your face is coming out of Yoshi's mouth. More or less, yeah. <laughs> I want whatever's the easiest thing to do. The, the, it's the, either that or I wear my Chewbacca uh, pajamas, nice. <laughs> which is basically me naked. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. So somebody else, somebody got announced on Tuesday, and then when I saw you at karaoke, Sam, like, yes, I, sir. I lamented. I'm like, oh, why the fuck did they announce this on Tuesday, the day after we were here talking video games? Sony, not to be outdone by Nintendo, announced the PlayStation Classic. Dude. It's gonna be it's a tiny PlayStation One, like not the the OG gray box, you know, the old school from like freaking 1996. And I, I bet when you turn it on, it, it makes that sound. I hope it does. I oh, really do. That, that, that's you, an iconic It's weird. Sound. That sound is so comforting. Yeah. It's a it's warm so sound. comforting. And then when, when the you disc turn on a PlayStation. Ding. And if you, had, if you had a PlayStation that it was prone to messing up. You when the disc, down. Yeah. No, whenever the disc <laughs> triggers and you actually get it to work, you get that backup noise. Oh, the, the, the oh. Yeah. The, little, the, little, the, little, the little aria in the background. Yeah. Like, so, you, like you know, like, oh, because especially if I'm, uh, I do not abdicate this. If you were uh, playing games that were, there you go. I believe Tyler, hang on. We're going to interrupt the show right now for one moment. Tyler just won his fantasy game today in that completion from Ben Roethlisberger to Tyler is going to, to cry Juju. tears of joy <laughs> right now. You, know, you know what the best part is? We're talking about video games right now. And Juju Smith-Schuster is huge into like the video game scene. I feel like yeah, a lot of these young players now that they they've grown up playing games. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, Juju's the guy who does at Stewart's practice. He'll do Fortnite dances with the kids. I mean, oh, like, really? He's all about the children. Isn't it? Wasn't he the player who played? Uh, he, he's the guy who played Ninja? Ninja. Yeah, with Ninja, with Ninja and Drake, Drake and Travis yeah. Scott. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So this PlayStation Classic got announced, <laughs> and I'm a little excited because. I had a PlayStation back when it came out. Yeah. And so it's going to be, the it's again, much the same format as what Nintendo has already done, you know, with the little tiny version of the console, a bunch of games preloaded on it. It's going to come with a couple controllers. And they only announced five of the games so far. There's supposed to be 20 games. But uh, the as Sony is, it's like 20 games for 100 bucks. Yeah. I thought it was 120. No, it's a hundred. It's ninety nine, ninety nine. I'm happier about it. Oh, wow! Yeah. Well, I know you were in no matter what. Well, no, because I mean, I could get all the games that are available on it on like you know the Play PS4 or whatever. Right. I could buy it on the PS3. Oh, because now PS PS Now has a lot of that stuff, yeah. right? PlayStation so it's not Now. For me, I mean, I'm even. I I need to see the rest of the games before I. Can yeah, exactly. Because so far they've only announced five. Though they, they announced what? Final, well, the big one was obviously Final Fantasy VII. They they have to you know they they yeah. they, they got to put that on there. Yeah. That that's the game that sold of millions of freaking PlayStation ones. Sure. No matter how much I I take hearty dumps on that game. <laughs> 
that game really did revolutionize gaming that got RPGs on the map. People took yeah. role-playing games very seriously at that point in time when that was happening. And so they also announced a Ridge Racer, I believe it was Type 4. It wasn't the very, it's not the very Tekken first Ridge Racer. Tekken 3 was on it. Tekken 3. Which is good. That's one of the best ones. Um, Wild Arms, which is uh, two RPGs out of the first, you know, five games. That was very surprising. And then the fifth game was one that I wasn't surprised. I was like, I was surprised I'd forgotten about it, but I'm not surprised. It was this weird game called Jumping Flash. It was oh. like, it was literally the first PlayStation game I'd ever played. Because mm -hmm. when it came out in Japan, because I worked at a, a little, you know, mom and pop video game store that was across from Comic Galaxy mm -hmm. called Game Stuff back in the day. They eventually became Game X and eventually became out of business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when the, when the PlayStation first came out, they, they, and they had. The, the Japanese PSX, <laughs> as it was called. Uh, that Jumping Flash was one of the first games. It was a weird, crazy game where it's like, oh, wow, it's like three-dimensional. Like, the way you know Mario 64 kind of like changed everyone's brains. Like, oh, my God, it's crazy. This this Jumping Flash game was really nuts. You had to jump really high up in the sky, and then you had to use the, you had to control the game. You're trying to land on the right spot, and it was really weird and dynamic because that had not been done in video games before, that type of dynamic yeah, <laughs> like jumps in direction, like holy shit, I have to fall in the correct. <laughs> it's like uh, you were Buzz Lightyear. You weren't flying. You were falling with style. Falling with style. <laughs> so that, that I mean, inherently depending, like 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 Samzia just said, depending on the other fifteen games, really is gonna make it uh, make or break this thing as a purchase for me. Yeah, because if the games suck in general, I can I've already got Final Fantasy VII digital copy on my PS3. Right. I if the games aren't that good, then why should I spend the hundred bucks? Yeah. Why spend, would you... say if I'm if I'm so motivated, just go and buy whatever the games the, the I games that get. you like individually for less with a wireless controller. Exactly. These controllers <laughs> you know? are wired. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Ultimately, I want to get something that's going to be worthwhile for me to play. The Sega Genesis one that I have is, you know, it's okay, but it's not great. I. I'm more than happy to play with my SNES Classic the way I have it set. Exactly. And uh, I mean, I, I just set up the uh, the Nintendo Online thing, so I have access to all those NES games now yeah. on my Switch. And uh, it, it's been pretty interesting to go back and play some of that stuff. I'm like, because I, I, didn't, I didn't get the NES Classic, so I, now I've been playing some of these NES games. But I, I'm trying to think of, like, so they, there's only 15 more games they're going to put on this thing. And... I was like, you can. We can already eliminate a lot of games that require the DualShock controller because these yeah, controllers it, are like the, it's the OG controllers. Yeah. So I, I, a lot of people were saying Ape Escape, Ape Escape. I'm like, no, you can't. Like, even though that's like a Sony title, you can't put that on there because you don't have your analog sticks. Yeah. And that's. And I'm pretty sure I can't take out my old school, uh, <laughs> my my OG PS1 controllers from storage and plug them into that thing. I'm pretty certain. No, it's gonna. It has a different input. It has a different input. It's it's gonna be a much smaller, probably some sort of USB input of some sorts. So I'm just trying. I'm trying to think. Uh, from from my point of view, I think uh, some of the games that have to be on there would be like Twisted, like the original Twisted Metal. Oh, Twisted Metal. No, you know what? Twisted Metal Two. Oh, that Metal was 2. a better better game oh, by really? far. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah, because you know they, they didn't go original Ridge Racer. They went Ridge Racer like Type Four. So it, obviously, they want to put the best in range. So yeah, well, one of the Twisted Metal games. Obviously, not Twisted Metal Three. Fuck that game. No, fuck <laughs> Twisted Metal 3. Three. Twisted Metal Two is one of the most entertaining games I've ever played. Like, That's one I would more be more than happy to go back and play. Same, and then the one I, I think an iconic one that they have to do is fucking Metal Gear Solid. I don't know, although I don't know if that one required the analog sticks or not. I'm not sure. So I remember it used the DualShock because it used to make the it made they could make the yeah. controller vibrate. So I'm not sure if you could play it with just the yeah, the D pad. I don't think you could. So oh maybe that one's eliminated then too because it would it required the DualShock. 
what other games are? Uh, I'm trying to think of like because there are uh, a lot of like lot iconic, of those, iconic games. There, a lot of those for, games have gone kind of blurry for me too. For yeah, me, to like think back because it's like me like a lot of the ones I really loved are really like very specific, like very genre esque. Like oh, there's a game called Bust a Groove. Like yeah. it was a, the the dancing game where you'd have to like press the directional pads. Like the 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 original soundtrack was one of the greatest video game soundtracks in my opinion. I still own the disc version of the Japanese soundtrack of that game. It was such a cool game. It was called Bust a Move in Japan, but they couldn't call it Bust a Move here because here in America, Bust a Move was the game with the bubble bobble guys with the bubbles that you shoot up. That's right. Hell, that game. Oh, <laughs> dude. Please give me Return Fire. I well, that that's highly unlikely. But I know. I, I would but want that's it. That's one but, of the best games are, are, of that generation. Uh, Bye, Tyler, are, are you uh, uh, old enough, or were you able to ever play the PS One games, or was it was PS Two or PS Three like your first console? I know you you're you're, you're a little younger than us. I am old enough. However, Xbox was my first console. Oh, Xbox! The OG so Xbox. When they come out that with an PS2 Xbox, uh, section. yeah, that was oh. PS2 section. Yeah. Oh. So my my parents, when I was growing up, uh-huh. my parents were very like anti video game. Oh, okay. so I didn't get my first console until I was I think like twelve. Oh, okay. So when I was a good little child throughout yeah. school, oh, man, like an OG Xbox, man, there'd be Dude, some, all, there'd OG some, Xbox, there'd be some good shit. Like, all you need is just like the, the OG Halo, like Dude, right there. Just like throw Halo. That see, like I see for me, it'd be like Halo. It'd be uh, freaking um, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, it would be, um, my God. Uh, there's some other. Uh, God, well, obviously Halo 2. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Halo 1, you got to do Halo 2. Uh, I'm trying to think. I was like, uh, there's a lot of OG like OG Xbox games I really did enjoy like, yeah. back in the day. And, and, of course, like as soon as we're talking about it, they all just left my mind. It's like, right? No, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm stumping myself trying to think like, oh, man, all these OG. Because like, I did log a lot of time on my OG Xbox per- personally. There, there was a time where I bought a lot of like I, instead of buying the game on PS2, I'd buy it on my Xbox. There's an extensive collection somewhere in my, in my, in my, in my storage. Yeah. But going back to PS, so, so you, you didn't get to try any, uh, many, many PS1 games, obviously. No, my uh, my friends always had the the PS1, and I would only play it when I went over. Plus, I've always been an Xbox guy. So. You've been an Xbox guy, yeah. so like ah, PlayStation. So like, obviously, most of the stuff on this PS One would be stuff that was like exclusive to that era. Yeah, I'd still probably get it though. I mean, just for like nostalgia, right? And of course, if it has NFL Blitz on it, I will buy it. Oh, exactly, right? Oh, because that that was like one of the first ones. Like, you know, like, like yeah, th- I think the only thing is like since Midway's out of business, I don't know if they yeah, can so technically that, do that. The, that's but. the thing. Some of the, like a lot of like that's I think the problem with some of these retro consoles, like the rights for some of these games that we'd really want are tied up. Yeah. In some sort of bullshit where they can't get a hold of them, or the rights holders want uh, like ridiculous, <laughs> they want a bounty. Like, ah, yes, you want this rare game, then you must pay us, <laughs> pay us this bounty of gold. <laughs> if if like the PlayStation, like if it has NFL Blitz on it, I will pay a thousand dollars for it. Right, uh, like, like hands down. Like OG <laughs> NFL Blitz was so good. Uh, see, one I was thinking of, like a, an original game, would have been like Battle Area Tashinden. That was like the first, like oh, th- one of the first three dimensional fighters. But then they already have Tekken on there. Yeah, I, I would take. Oh, jeez. Uh, you see, right now, I, I, I felt Oddworld. Like Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Like yeah, the OG uh, Oddworld. I take Gex. I see Gex. That was a weird one. That oh. was a fun one. I, I was okay with that one. Like one that I saw, like I know that would make my brother happy. It was this weird game with pigs called Tomba. I don't know if you ever played that one, Sam. No, I don't. <laughs> it was, see, oh, it'd be a game that you're totally into because you're literally jumping on pigs, picking them up, and throwing them. You know what's going to be <laughs> it on It sounds there. like a Sam game like all written all over it. This is what a game that is for sure going to be on there, and we're going to have one of those funny chuckles. What? What game? Parappa the Rappa. 
Oh, punch, kick. It's all in the mind. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Punch, punch, kick. Punch, punch, punch. See, you know what? Everyone likes that level, but once you get past that level, I hate all the rest of the songs. Yeah. Like the 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 the, the, the driving school one, like where you're taking the driving test. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I, I hate that lady. She was such a terrible... I, I, I could never pass that level. <laughs> Silent Hill? OG Silent Hill. I, I'm, I'm, they're, in good, they're, they're in good. Castlevania... Symphony of the Night. Yes, Re- uh, Resident Evil Two. Oh, see, like if Capcom's in, on board. See, like, there we go. Now we're the, our, our memory's being jogged. Now I'm like, trying to think. Okay, what were the, some of the, those really good PlayStation One games? But again, like we have to remember, no what DualShock. What of the Tony Hawk series? Dude. The- oh my God! Either to, either one or two. Either yeah. one of them. Yeah. One was great. Oh, two has, was better. But like, be I would take either one of them. Yeah. To- oh, OG Tony Hawk. Fuck, man. I, I I lost so much time that game. I became a fan of Rage Against the Machine because of that game. Fuck. Oh. You know what I want to see? I, I can't wait for like next year or two years when they come out the PS2 classic. Oh, if they, if they do the that. Games that I, I'm talking like SSX. I want SSX. I want one of the Grand Theft Autos. I want. There's so or many games. Vice, they probably go Vice City over Grand Vice City in a heartbeat, dude. Oh, oh my Vice God. City was one of the most breathtaking games ever made. Would they go Vice City over San Andreas? I would in a heartbeat. That's it, I don't know. Well, you know what? Is, I know what we San Andreas okay. is a better game overall, but as far as like just atmosphere of the game and like if you want to get a better representation of what the game series is, Vice City is it. I think the only problem with Vice City would be a lot of the the, the, the soundtrack. The music. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be the only like that would be the only hurdle because yeah. they've been talking because uh that they, they, and the soundtrack don't is they have, what they, made. isn't there a remastered Vice City that came out on on the consoles or not? Uh, probably. They, they they remastered a bunch of the old ones. Did they yeah, I know the they, rem- they they remastered they remastered uh San Andreas on on PS4 and Xbox uh Xbox 1, right? I, I remember I was selling those at, when I worked at GameStop. Did for they do stuff. for Xbox 1? I'm pretty sure they did it for Xbox One as Why well. Why haven't I bought it yet? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, What's wrong I, with me? I, I feel pretty confident that because I remember seeing San Andreas uh, remade on the modern consoles. I, 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 yeah, I feel pretty confident. I saw people buying. Like, oh yeah, I remember this game. Fucking Samuel Jackson kicked your ass in the first five minutes. <laughs> he was like the main bad guy in the game. He was like the the, the corrupt cop. Good old Sam Jackson never turned out a paycheck. Sam no. Jackson. <laughs> There's- but yeah, because like, uh, I think that because there was something about I don't know if it was like maybe the the, the PC version because I heard something they 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 they're having some issues where they had to remove game they had to remove songs from Vice City because yeah. they lost the the rights, the, the rights yeah. to some of the because that OG soundtrack was like I, that was like the soundtrack they, I remember they released versions of the soundtrack where like it wasn't even just one soundtrack I think they had different soundtracks for each of the stations. Yeah, like wasn't Axl Rose the DJ for one of the stations? I'm not sure if he was. I don't remember. I could have sworn that guy. That was like one of their big gets, where they actually like Axl like in between. Like if you were listening to the to the the the, the freaking the, the rock station, it was Axl Rose as the DJ, and then uh, DJ Quick was the the DJ yeah. for the freaking hip hop station. And Every I like, station. I can't yeah. believe this all fit on a PS2 fucking disc. Yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> the other amazing fucking science. Yeah. Like the fact they fit all that shit on that fucking disc. That's not even a, that's a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> if you think of it, legit. Yeah, Blu-ray, no fucking problem. But a fucking had all this fucking the, the game at this giant massive game that pushed the limits of the PS2. But on top of that, all this amazing fucking yeah. music. Fuck. Reminds me of the days where I just put in the disc and played. Right now, I got to download it. Wait like five years. Oh, that, and then it's ready. That, that's what kills me about modern. That, that's one of the things that kills me the most about modern gaming. I think when I, I bought one of the NBA 2Ks. 
And I, like, that was the last time I bought NBA 2K. I popped it in and I had to wait an hour for a fucking update. I'm like, fuck you. I think it's no. the one with the, where you can play. It was the first time you can play as Michael Jordan, whatever year that was. Oh, uh, okay. I remember that one. No, the, I bought the one. I the, think it was 2K16 was the last one I bought. Mm-hmm. So many people were downloading it at the same time. Yeah. It literally took a day and a half yeah. to download the whole game. A day and a fucking half. I remember I made some sort of post where I'm like, yeah, this is modern gaming. I can't play my fucking game. And then I remember I went downstairs. And I think my roommate had just bought one of the Arkham games. And, my, uh, and then, like, he's waiting to download his game. I'm like, fuck. What, whatever happened is, you know, putting the game in and playing it. It's the man trying to keep you down. Right? Lower bandwidth, no disc. No disc. We will not be oppressed. <laughs> Give us our internet. Give us our games. God damn it. <laughs> wow, you know that. Yeah, net neutrality would really fuck that up, huh? For, like, for oh, the streaming hell games. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, my God. It would, it would fuck up my show. It would fuck up my streaming here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. It's already fucked up to begin with. It's already fucked. Who knows if is. is Facebook working? Who knows? Who knows if it's working? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, as we go deeper into these, you know, classics, you know, there's, there's going to be all these games that like, I'm sure like after like we finish up here, it's going to be like, oh, wait, what about this game? Oh, wait, what about that game? Oh, I got another one. And we we don't have much of a live audience because I'm sure if we had more, uh, my friend Judy mentioned Zelda, like, oh, wrong company. Yeah. No, I've <laughs> we already got, got all the Zeldas on, on the on the PlayStation, uh, on, on, the, on the NES and the SNES classic. I got another one that hit me, Vagrant Story. Vagrant Star. God, that game is punch you in the dick hard. Oh, yeah. That that game is like masochism. They would probably... It's like, I hate myself! <laughs> they would probably... Oh, wait. No, you know what? Uh, never mind. I was thinking uh, PS2 era again. It was. I was thinking Ico and Shadows. Oh, see. Yeah, but, but that, that would be, that would be on a death. PS2 classic. That would be on a PS2 sure. classic. See, like, I know. We, we could probably put together a much better PS2 classic right yeah. now. Like, well, because the, <laughs> the game quality took such a sharp it, increase. Like... There was. I remember the first time I saw Tekken Tag Tournament, like my jaw hit the ground. Yeah, between I can play this at home. Yeah, between PS One and PS Two, the jump in quality was gargantuan. It was insane. The jump between PS Bouncer. Yeah, no, the judgment, the jump between PS Two and PS Three wasn't as great, and the jump between PS Three. Well, as technology advances, as we get closer and closer to the uncanny, I mentioned that before, the uncanny valley. We keep getting closer to the uncanny valley. These jumps are going to be so small that, like, when the PS Five comes out, we're going to be like, is that it? Yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, like, oh, you can play on a much bigger world. There's no loading, but like, it doesn't look much better. Exactly. <laughs> like, and, uh, you can but, play Fallout Four without loading. I'm like, okay, but, but it doesn't look better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be like that. I'm like, oh. So, so I looked up like a bunch of games from the original PlayStation. Oh, here we go. I can remember. How come we haven't mentioned Spyro? <gasps> oh shit, Dude. Spyro the Dragon. That's that's a, that was like their fucking mascot. Mm. Fuck. Crash Bandicoot. Thank was, you. That's, that was gonna literally. Be, that's you read where, my mind. That's where I was going. I was with like, that. "Fuck!" I was going How that direction. That was their fucking mascot. Yeah. yeah. The Crash Bandicoot is their fucking mascot. Yeah. Both, that, 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 this, their hyper aggressive fucking "Are you ready?" <laughs> campaign, where the, the E was red. R. Yeah. It was R U, and then it was a red E. Are you ready? Like back when they had good marketing, and when they had bad marketing during PS3, <laughs> when they, everybody just took acid and like <laughs> everyone just was gonna buy a PlayStation. We don't have to try hard. It's like, oh, no, like, I, I know. I, like, I should have pulled out my laptop to do, like, see, again, the, the, the crack research that I do for our show here. You could do something like uh, Driver or Driver 2, too. Oh, those are, those are on Driver the, was good. The I remember, like, Driver 3 was bad. No, oh, <laughs> I know. I had it for play, uh, Xbox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. that, that game was so hyped because everyone loved the original Driver. Well, you guys know the story about why that was such a catastrophe, right? Well, yeah, it refresh our memories. And for those of us who are watching this who don't know. If you ever have free time, do a Google search or look up a video on something called Drivergate. 
driver gate oh wait that was like when there it was like paper play <laughs> that was like the first time there was like where people were paying for good reviews yeah that that, that that's the oh yeah that, just jogged my memory yeah <laughs> what happened was it was, what? it was it was a game game spot uh no, it wasn't GameSpot. It was the company that owned the official Xbox and PS uh, PlayStation magazine. Oh. So they re- they owned both of those. So what they did was they took a bribe from them, and they got a, a test copy of it. And they said, you know, this isn't the real deal. The, uh, what people are going to get when they get the final product is going to be finished and all that stuff. And Atari sent them what ultimately was well, the, the finished game. product. They, they sent them the, the and they, game was But gold, what they did gold. was they said, if you give us a guaranteed... Nine at, at least a nine out of ten, we uh, we will give you the first shot at the review of it, and what that what ended up coming out was basically the review copy. Oh, wow. It was one of the buggiest games of all time. It was terrible. It was a horrible game, terrible game, and it went in with so much hype. But what they all the problem was that Atari kept extending the production time on it. And they were yeah, I got delayed a bunch of times. And the problem was that, or the big thing that they had going in their favor, and ultimately was their just demise, was that they were the they like in the game and the the war between uh, games like the the big Sandlot games like uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. They were ahead of them to yeah. start, and then all of a sudden they yeah, had the this original, huge the delay. Original, the original driver was yeah. better than the original Grand Theft Auto by far. And then they had this huge delay between Driver 2 and, and Driver Robert. 3. And in that time, you had two or three different Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah, because you had... A, you know, which you, you set the bar had, so high. You definitely had Grand Theft Auto 3. Because that, that was and one Vice of the first... And, and And then Vice City came out before Driver 3. Because I remember both of those have come out before. It was my second tour of duty at GameStop in 2003. Yeah. <laughs> from 03 to 05 when I was a store manager. Yeah. I remember we were pushing Driver 3 pre-orders because we're like, oh, this is going to be the Grand Theft Auto killer because, you know, this game was better on the PS1. Uh, Driver 1 and Driver 2 were on PS1. Yeah. And like you said, there was that big, big delay between Driver 2 and Driver 3. And that's and then that's where they paid for the good reviews and whoops, yeah. came out and it was fucking garbage. And then... Uh, get this, the company that owned those magazines, then this is like the early time of uh, internet and message boards and all that stuff. Yeah, still... What they did was they hired a company to come in and go through the message boards and post like defenses uh, of them. Uh-huh. And they got busted for it because uh-huh. it turned out the IP addresses was for, for, from inside of their own building. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the, phone, the phone calls are coming from inside the house. Yeah, there were... <laughs> So many things that went wrong with it, and now and then they basically got another company to go through and scrub the internet of it as almost as much as possible. You, yeah. If you look it up, you'll find very little bits and pieces. Of yeah, details. they got they get erased from the internet. It's fucking insane. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So, so driver would be a good the original game. driver. If uh, whoever who who controls the Atari. Uh, yeah, no, no kidding. Who controls point. Atari right now? At the, but at this also point. the uh, uh, what the hardest intro uh, tutorial level of all time is in driver. Oh really? Oh my god! You can't even. I know can't, about that. People can't legitimately have never played Driver because they can never get past the tutorial. I think I might. Uh, I think I had a bootleg copy of Driver. Is, it, is that the, the part where you have to do like all those things in like sixty seconds? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, and, you can't, and you can't get onto the awesomeness of the game until you get to it. Some people just gave up. That's terrible. Oh, fucking a, dude. <laughs> the old days. You know that. Man, I, we almost rent. Oh, I'm like, I, I'm gonna have to tr- shove this topic in, and we have to keep going. Or one more thing, can we get a Dreamcast Classic, please? We already had a Dreamcast call it Classic. It was called the Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I want, 
I'm sorry. I want Choo Choo Rocket and Crazy Taxi. Dude, yeah, I actually have Crazy were, Taxi backwards on compatible Xbox. on my Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> but they said, were way we, we, we already had the Dreamcast. It, it was called the Xbox original. <laughs> bow down. Just bow down right now. Uh, OG down. Xbox, man. OG Xbox. Hours wasted. Just wasted away on that thing. So... Something else happened in video games this past week, which is another reason why I'm glad to get both, have both Sam and Tyler here with us this week. Uh, uh, video game developer Telltale Games, people that, that I mean, their most popular game, though, I mean, the, the game that like brought them the most notoriety. I don't know what happened to my camera here. Yeah. It was uh, the the Walking Dead, yeah. uh, the the the, the point and click adventure, the, you know, the adventure game. That was their biggest game. They won Game of the Year way back for the for the original uh, episode one of. Uh, season one, season one. Season one, thank you. Season one, thank you. Season one, you know, they've made a bunch of other adventure games. Tales from the Borderlands. They made Tales from, you know, they made the Batman, the Telltale series. It became like where, like, they just called it the Telltale because they were so good at these adventure games. They just started calling them the Telltale series. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Tell I, bu I bought that one. Freaking uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones had a Telltale series. So, unfortunately, out of, well, I guess because we were not on the inside, out of nowhere, they shut down completely. As of a couple days ago, they they were at 500 employees, like 475 of them all got laid off. They all that's, was like, "Sorry, that sucks." No severance, no nothing. It was just suddenly out of the blue, just like, "Hey, Telltale Games is done." Like there there was no like I guess they might they kind of kept it to themselves, the people at the top, that they were really in big financial trouble. And a lot of these articles have been coming out about what happened. It was just. I guess one of the biggest things, I guess, is you know, is as I always complain on the show, the corporatization of everything. Because when they first started, like when they were doing the smaller, just the, the Tales of the Borderlands games, when they did the first Walking Dead, they were a back small studio. Future. When they, yeah, Back to the Future was one of their first ones. That's where that's that's where they first started gaining a little bit of notoriety. Yeah, they were just a small studio of like fifty to hundred people. Like they were, it was a small family. Yeah. It was, you know, an independent developer that they they work on just one game at a time, and they they put it out, and then they worked within their within their means. But unfortunately, success came about, and they got bigger, and they started had to maybe they were trying to produce more content, and as as I've argued many times, a lot of times you cannot keep up with the content demand. It's it's not physically possible, and in in, yeah. in this current video game world, it's not possible. Like before, in the old days, we were okay with waiting a few years. For the next game, like I remember, like there there the, there's big gaps between like you know Sonic two and Sonic three. There was a nice big gap of a couple of years. You know, Nintendo fans are used to waiting four or five years for the next Zelda game. There usually doesn't come around every year. But I think now the the gaming culture is like we are conditioned to like getting a, a sequel within a year, getting the next game. Thank you, Rockstar, for not doing that shit. Obviously, yeah, Rockstar is one that's still kind of like because they big such they build such a big scope and yeah, they 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 literally can't. Although to be fair, there was a small time period where Rockstar was coming out with like one game a year. They were, they were starting cranking out, and they and they noticed they the opened because see because they were had other studios like when L.A. Noir came out, that wasn't yeah. you know Rockstar North, that was Rockstar freaking Australia, that was yeah. Team Bondi. They 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 had outsourced to them, and that was a whole separate shit show apparently, <laughs> where they they literally shut them down after L.A. Noir, literally after the game shipped, they shut down that Australia branch. Kind of sucks. That game was actually really good. I loved L.A. Noir. I just because I the first time I bought it, I had never finished it. Uh huh. I just finished it a couple months ago. Oh, did you get the one of the remasters that came out for? Yeah, because they, they remastered recently, released it on everything. Yeah. Basically. So I got that. I finished it, and I was like, wow, that's how it ends. That's kind of 
sucks. It, it, unfortunately, that such is the case for any noir story. Noir stories do not have happy endings. I and won't that, shoot any spoilers, but I was just like, damn. All right. Yeah, that <laughs> game does not have a happy ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does not have a happy ending. Shout out to Dan Flood, by the way. Dan Flood was in that or what? Yeah, he was one of the guys that was uh, one of the characters. Oh, really? He, yeah. Because yeah, that's why I he really was one of the models. About- like, is that they? That was one of the games where they really did a lot of facial capture. Like, yeah. they had so many guys from. Mad, like, I loved it because they had so many dudes from Mad Men. I mean, the main guy was fucking Kenny Cosgrove yeah. from fucking Mad Men. <laughs> and then you see all, all the various like in the interrogations, like, oh, there's fucking Harry Crane. Fuck you, Harry Crane. <laughs> no, check out uh, Dan's uh, page once in a, uh, uh, whenever you get a chance. You'll see. I'd rather not. Pictures. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'd rather not. He's he's awesome. I do not care for him. He's fun ever, yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Not a fan. But. So the, a lot of these game developers, you know, they, they, when success comes, unfortunately, like so, Telltale Games, like they they won Game of the Year, they got really big. So naturally, they were kind of forced to produce more content. They 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 increased the size of their studio from a hundred fifty to one hundred to two hundred three hundred. Where they're picking up people on contracts where they're only coming in just to do the games, and they're starting. They created this big release schedule where it's like, oh shit. Instead of one game at a time, they, like you said, they had Game of Thrones, they had Guardians of the Galaxy, they had freaking, they had to keep making more Walking Deads, they had to keep making all this other stuff. I, I kept seeing those, like, they doing the Batman ones, and they have to make all the episodes, because you, you'd get that first episode, and you have to wait for the next episode to come on out. And apparently, behind the scenes, they just, they couldn't keep up, and then, unfortunately, while they were putting out all this content, they were not all selling as well as The Walking Dead. Obviously, The Walking Dead one was their freaking, that was their main one. They were making all kinds of money from that one, theoretically. I, I would hope, I, I, I would assume. Now, everybody I knew had at least right. the first season. At least like, the first season, everybody right? That, that, was, that was a big yeah. one. That, that was a big one. And it was like so so popular, but I guess over time, they just wasn't making enough money. And so when they license out, when they license out Marvel properties, DC properties, Game of Thrones, all these TV shows and stuff, they were, they were supposed to do a Stranger Things. No. They, they, had, oh, they, they, they had announced a Stranger Things game. I had heard that that might actually still be happening. Yeah. That uh, might be one of the few that's still going on. Well, Netflix, uh, Pete was telling us over when we were driving over here that I guess Netflix is going to probably find a different developer. I mean, obviously, Netflix still retains the rights to Stranger Things. So they're just going to find someone else to make that game, but it's not going to be telltale games making it it's probably just gonna be somebody else see that sucks because i love the telltale artwork exactly just the, like, the comic book feel it has yeah and it's the, the high quality and i and one of the things i read about was after the first or second season the the two main writers who put together a lot of that first season they left and they went they went elsewhere apparently in inside telltale it was kind of toxic like something the the, the ceo was really shitty like he he treated people really like terribly like they'd bring people in for review and like he well, he would micromanage everyone especially after those after those two main writers left he started micromanaging every project where like stuff could not get approved unless it, it passed by the ceo's desk and where you have hundreds of people trying to do stuff they're trying to create and they're, and, and also they're trying to innovate these games obviously i'm sure like uh season one and season two like they started adding a lot more of those quick time events when i was playing the guardians of the galaxy when i was like oh you had to react at the right time Felt like I was playing, uh, you know, PS2 games again. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh wait, quick time events. What the fuck is happening? I don't know. I was playing God of War. The game, game of Thrones game. Oh, exactly. So they're trying to innovate, but then the CEO was like, oh no, like oh, he had to approve everything. And the, from the inside, they were saying, oh, he didn't want anyone to get big again. Like those two writers, the, the two original writers from the season one, they got really big. And he's like, oh, no, we can't let anyone get too big. Oh, no, Telltale Succeeds is a group, not as individuals. That's 
But who was up there collecting that the Game of the Year award at the Video Game Awards? That CEO was more than happy to take the credit. So it was like it was I'm just like, thinking, like, because he's like, "Oh, Telltale is a group, not an individual person." Like, dude, that just sounds like such a super millennial way to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like this whole corporate, like, "Oh no, we succeed." One of us. Yeah. One of exactly. us. Exactly. There's no. There's no room for individuality. There's no room for people to creatively grow. And so, in, in in this way, he's trying to keep people from getting too big. He's forcing creative people to leave because obviously, creative people want to get their ideas out. They want to create an add-on, and it just it just sounds freaking insane. What was going on in there? Like even where like they'd go in for reviews, and then the reviews were just them being treated like shit. And I'm like, that doesn't sound very conducive. So I mean, yeah. like, uh, you, could you imagine, Pete, like, you know, if you're writing a comic <laughs> and you're constantly being shit on by, like, the, 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 the publishers coming in, like, interfering with what you're writing and telling yeah. you that you're shit. Like, your, your, your quarterly review is just you getting yelled at and being treated <laughs> like crap. No, like, that, that, is, that does not sound like a conducive environment yeah. for creativity. And, and obviously it caught up with them because I guess, like, obviously the quality of these last few games were not as good. They're not making sales. And all of a sudden... Poof, out of nowhere. They're shutting down. They, they kept 25 people, I guess, to finish the final uh, few episodes of the current season of Walking Dead. Uh, and that's it. See, but I had heard that The Walking Dead was just done. Like, they weren't even going to finish it. That, that Well, the, that's the last thing I read in the, the last article I read yesterday. when I, uh, I was actually was doing research on that. <laughs> I didn't do research on the PlayStation, but I did research on that. Where like They're going to try to finish whatever commitment they had, but then they canceled all their other games, like the Stranger Things, and there's some other stuff that was coming down the pipe. That sucks. It, it, it's just crazy, man. It just, it's just this corporatization where like if something gets big, it's like, oh, no, we have to strike while the hammer's out. We have to like throw a lot of money at this, and oh, yeah, we'll just make – it's this, this terrible phrase. Oh, spend it now. We'll make it more. We'll make more later. And I was like, no. That's- well, and that's what the entire episodic structure is. Yeah. Like, that's what every single game of theirs was based off of was this, you know, get what you can in there and then, you know, we'll use what we make and pay it forward into the next project. But and unfortunately, they weren't some- making enough to, yeah. to, to keep the, the, the cycle got to. <laughs> got too big. We're like, oh, yeah. I guess all these checks were coming, all all all, the, all, the, all these bills were coming due, and they they didn't have enough money to pay them. And at the end of the day, everybody that they were catering to were niche fans. Yeah, like they either like the point and click genre or they're niche fans of that specific series. They're not making games that are gonna that were that, that were that, gonna that. hit big. So it wasn't like they were gonna have one major thing that was going to make them completely like you know financially stable for the rest of their lives. The, there's the structure of what they had, if they were going at that rate where they're going to try to cash in on all of the IPs that they're getting as they're getting them, mm-hmm. they're going to fall apart. They would not, they're not going to have enough money to yep. keep all of those projects like, running. Exactly. There's no way. If they, then they, they've ballooned up to like your like 500 employees. Yeah. That's like, that's what you'd have to make a freaking triple-A Call of Duty game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were about to say something? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, if something did, does catch on, you have to renegotiate those properties yeah exactly so those people are oh wait we want to make more money off exactly. this you have to pay us a bigger licensing fee mm-hmm. and so it's just it's just a cycle that freaking perpetuates itself instead of i'm sure they i'm sure they probably want to create their own things they want to probably create their own point and click games but that wasn't uh, obviously that wasn't an option they had to try to like use all these licensed products to make uh, they, they were going to try to take advantage of stranger things yeah. they took advantage tried to to, 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 op, to take the opportunity with great game of thrones and uh, 
I mean, I'm sure the the popular Walking Dead starting to wane those last few years probably didn't help them either. Even though the game was really good, yeah, you know, the the TV show, I'm sure like we don't have as many you know casual eyeballs exactly. <laughs> going off into it because like right now but that, that show get, was going to the tubes. I get the feeling there's going to be a couple of those games like pot, uh, like maybe the Stranger Things game where another company may want to pick up. Well, yeah, there, there's still going to be developers product. out there who I can remember, probably do it. Remember, THQ had South Park to start, and as soon as that, as soon as they dissolved, that they that was, got, that picked got picked up. up. Yeah, picked up. Yeah, and they're I think the cheapest of all the IPs that got picked up that THQ ended up having to drop. No, there, there's always going to be someone else to make the game. It just it just yeah. comes down to like the way people manage their stuff because people like, they they overspend. Like, it's like, video game development has become high stakes gambling now. Oh yeah. Whereas, like the the amount of money required to make these big games nowadays, like if it doesn't succeed, you're done. Like back in the old days, like even going back to PS One days, you could make a game, and if it only sold like twenty, thirty thousand copies, your company wouldn't go under. Yeah. <laughs> like you could break even from so. If you sell twenty thousand copies today, you are filing bankruptcy, and you're freaking you're going out of business yeah. immediately. Dude, Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking. There was a there's a baseball player, Pete. <laughs> he made millions of dollars. He was a really good pitcher. He made I think throughout his career he made something like a hundred ten million and he lost, I wanna say, if not half almost half of it in a video game production gone bad. He, he was making oh. one video game. He was trying to make a game that's similar to the World of Warcraft. That's yeah. one of the world's biggest games. That's a that's a big game. People around the world play it. People still play it today. Yeah. Freaking God, how's that? That came out like in 04. So like what? 14 years later, people still play that game. So he was trying to make his own type of you know his open world game. Yeah. He created his 38. His number was 38. So 38 studios, and they were making this game. He sunk half of his fortune to it, and it never came out. Right? It never came. Out. I don't even think they got it halfway done in, with it. It they dissolved the idea of mid production. Yeah. It, they they didn't finish. They yeah. sunk. Fifty, sixty million dollars. Easy. And I'm sure there's other investors whose money he freaking yeah. like f- he, flushed down the toilet. He had to declare bankruptcy. Yeah. He, he lost pretty much everything. And now he's some weird racist kook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy. He, he's insane. And yeah, just it, it's high stakes gambling now. Like making a video game nowadays, it's it's not the way it was. Where like you could have something quirky, like oh, here's a PS1 classic, Intelligence Cube. <laughs> See quirky games like a prop with a rapper, yeah, or you know, like all these like weird stuff that would come out, and that's honestly that's kind of what I miss from the old days. Where nowadays, like we can only find that in the independent sections of like you know our, our PlayStation stores or our Xbox stores, where there's a weird little stuff like maybe it's like a ten fifteen dollar game. That's would have been something that would have just come out on PlayStation <laughs> back yeah. in the old days, mm-hmm. and people could take a chance and publish that game. Now you have to self publish. And you have to have a small group of like five people making a game in order to make it nowadays. And it just, and I, and I mentioned before, your game is either going to be a very tiny independent game or a giant AAA game. There's no middle ground anymore. There's, there, there used to be this giant middle ground of games where like, oh, there could be some fun stuff out there, stuff that you can try out on a rental or on a whim. You see it in a, a value bin. Try it out. Every game has to be a half million or million seller or else... You're a failure. Yeah. You go out of business like a telltale. <laughs> like in recent history, like there's a bunch of other developers that have gone out of business because, sorry, you didn't like EA shutting down studios. I'm like, well, your last game sucked. Yeah. You get you didn't make any money. We're shutting you down. THQ. Exactly. Well, that's just a whole publisher that just went friggin'. Yeah. Went. They were, they were one of the more successful companies like 10 years ago. Then five, six years ago, boop, 
Dude, out of they, business. Do you realize how much money they burnt on just promotions alone? Oh, well, that that for that's games how... that failed. Yeah. That was, I mean, home front, motherfuckers. We got free parking at E three. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. all of the days right across the street, if we pledged allegiance to North Korea. Yeah, that, that was Tem- funny. tempting considering L A parking prices. Yeah, exactly. Dude, no, I would have, I would have been more than happy <laughs> to make the prices, clear. And they had a, a thirty uh, bucks parking. They had what? a North I... Korean uh, uh, chicken taco uh, taco truck. They had a it was a, a Korean taco truck. It was That's North weird, Korean. and I'm interested. It was I'm sold. Food, <laughs> right, I'm sold, sold. Right, free, so, free. It, all this stuff. Yeah, it, 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 they yeah. they paid out the ass for it to promote a game. That, that sucked. Bomb. Yep. And it's that game's really sad too because that one had a ton of potential. It really had did. all the potential, but it, you beat it in six hours. Thank you. I'm not paying sixty bucks for a game that I'm going to beat in ha- less than a half a day. Exactly. It, it's tough. And then like what Saints Row? They used to spend so much money promoting Saints Row. But Saints Row had quality for the. It was a cool a game, but I, I feel like they didn't. They jumped the shark. <laughs> they didn't. Again, it's always return on investment. If they're going to spend, you know, freaking $100 million promoting it, that game better sell like fucking gangbusters. Absolutely. And it but did the, for Saints Row, the first two. The first yeah. two. Great. Saints then the Row, third and the fourth. Saints Row 2 was magnificent. Love yeah. Saints Row 2. The, it's like those, they probably didn't spend as much marketing as they yeah. did those other ones. In fact, so I remember no, seeing the only the, marketing they needed was a giant purple dildo bat. Well, that, no, that was the later ones. No, those those were the later no, ones. No, that was two. That was two. That was two? I, I had yeah. it, trust me. I was flaunting that thing around. I had it. Dude, I, my character was bare-ass naked when, and would surf on people. But that was just in-game. I'm like, in, like, in actual promotion where like they go out and give out a lot of this sh- shit. Because I remember part, part three and then the, the, the fourth one. They're doing all kinds of crazy, yeah. giving out all, like, giving out physical versions of these crazy weapons. The, where, like, the, the energy they, drinks and shit. Yeah, and they're, they're throwing all this money and hoping that this game could sell. And it, those later ones did not do as well as the original. Well, well yeah, because once you have them taking over the White House, it's just stupid. Like, at that point, it's just like, just stop. It just Get it, out it, of hell, motherfucker. That was, like, ridiculous. It was so bad. It was so painful to play that game. Because you want it to be fun, but it's not. It's just not. It just yeah the the, the industry like, I don't know like I I've, I've said it before and I'll keep saying it at some point in the next you know like five ten years we're gonna see a, a, a an Atari like video game crash I think I believe it it's gonna, gonna like it's, it's gonna like eat up most of like a lot of the big stuff like you know like like your EAs like your like th- th- those companies are gonna like keep going because like yeah they they're gonna make money from Madden. They're gonna make money from FIFA. By the gonna, way, spent another hundred twenty bucks this past week. See exactly. See those games like those will sustain, but then we're gonna lose a lot of these. Like a lot of these other developers are just gonna keep going out of business. Well, and you're gonna say it's gonna be an Atari style crash. I don't think it's gonna be Atari style. I think the economy is going to just direct all of the the way that the, the economy goes. It's going to make it so that a lot of these companies have to shut down. Yeah, exactly. It just and gradually, once it all bears out. All you are going to be stuck with are the independents and the three companies atop. Yeah. EA, Activision, and who's the third you think? Do you think Rockstar's going to survive it? Yeah. I don't know. No, Rockstar will. No, well, cause, no, because they put out. Well, because they're a developer. That's pub- I mean, it's only the publishers who are going to be around. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, they're going to. Who's going to absorb them? Because yeah, Rockstar, who's gonna, who's Rockstar works Rockstar? with who, who's their who's their publisher? Take two. Take two. Yeah, so I guess Take Two. Well, Take Two has all their sports games, so yeah, yeah, it'll be Take Two. It'll be like U- Ubisoft. They're gonna get absorbed EA. by EA. 
No, I'm telling you. I, I, you know, I won't. I wouldn't be shocked. No, I, no, I'm agreeing with you. I wouldn't because be shocked. Take Two has what uh, NBA 2K, correct? Take Two, yeah, they have the 2K games. Yeah, they're going to absorb them so that they don't have to worry about, about NBA, NBA Live. Live anymore. Well, I, I think that's more of a short-term goal, but I think overall, just like it's Dude, just going to no, be. No, they 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 have Take Two has a publisher that has a lot of different uh, because they they, because they they publish all the they publish all of Rockstar stuff. Yeah, they, exactly. they publish those sports games. That's, I, is that is that their only like? Well, they have the WWE license after THQ went under. Yep. So, I don't. It, it's gonna get this whole again. This like as we see it in other media industries, everything's you know molding into one big company where EA is probably just gonna absorb everything. Yeah, EA. And then you'll have Nintendo yeah. and Microsoft and and and, uh, and Sony and like they're just oh we are just funnels for these all these EA games as well. Microsoft will be absorbed by Nintendo. I mean, logistically, yeah, it's possible because they're across the street from each other in Redmond, Washington. Yeah, <laughs> it will happen. No, it won't. It will happen. No, no. Uh, I mean, the gaming side, not the whole company. I was about to say, I'm like, I got like, right here. No, no, Windows. no, not the whole company. <laughs> just, just the Xbox. You, you really think Microsoft would would, would wave the, the would wave the flag and no, like, give up on gaming? No, no, no. The, the, they they they've sunk billions of dollars for the last 15 years. Microsoft's oh, gonna keep freaking. Oh yeah. Because they weren't, you know what? They were beating Sony in the 360 era. The Xbox 360 was kicking the shit out of the PS3. Well, I'll, for a good three, four years, I'll say that, that was the fucking console. It was Xbox 360, then it was PS3, and then depending on your opinion, it was Wii. Either like the like, fuck Wii or like I love this thing. Yeah. But uh, as far as you know, being financially successful, the Xbox 360 was ahead of. Oh, it sorry. was, but PS3, you said uh, Xbox kicked its ass. PS3 kicked its own ass. This is also true. <laughs> it was self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah, they they, yeah, they were just... Cost them people were willing time. to pay 50 bucks a year to play multiplayer on Xbox when it was free on PlayStation 3. That, that's how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, how bad it was on PS3. And if you look at... I would buy all my multiplayer games on Xbox 360, and I would buy my single-player games on PS3. Now, and if you look at how uh, Sony was going into it, they went in again. What was the big uh, competitor? They had uh, Dreamcast going in, or who else? Sega. Oh, sorry. Sega. No, it was Sega Saturn. Yeah, that Sega. They, yeah, they went in and Sega Saturn announced their price, and then Sony announced fifty bucks cheaper on them just yeah. to piss them off. Just and to... then they forgot that lesson going into the whole thing with the Xbox 360. But then they figured it out again with the PS4. Somehow, yeah. I, honestly, I, I'm shocked that they were able to recover with this with this PS4. Well, PS4, they specifically made it so that it was easy to develop for. It was the opposite of what PS3 was. Right. So it made it so that independent game or uh, developers wanted to develop games specifically for them, and it took advantage of the different tools that are available for the PS4. And then uh, Microsoft's and those, insistence in trying to make everything into one platform because they try to force Xbox One to be like Windows 8. Well, not just that. Or they were 9 tried, or yeah. 10 or whatever. Well, no, and they tried to make it, uh, they frame, frame it as more of an entertainment hub and that you could play games on instead of it being a gaming system. And on top of it, you had to be constantly connected to the internet with it at first when they were first coming out with the idea. And, they, and their price was... Higher, their asking price was higher than the PS4. Again, PS Sony figured out all of the mistakes they made with PS3, and they went the opposite direction. Well, they, it, they were insisting upon themselves after the the success of the PS2. Yeah, they, they realized thought they, thought they could control everything, yeah. and they realized no, you don't. Yeah, they realized that Xbox did a much better job of marketing and developing for gamers with the Xbox 360, 
and then PS4 figured out and and they jumped on. Top and, and it's funny how like everything just shifts back and forth. Like I guess when you're in a position of power, you have a position of arrogance, and yeah. you know. So, yeah. So I guess going into the next generation, whenever we get to the next one, I'm sure Xbox will take that control because Sony will get overconfident again. Yeah. And Nintendo will, <laughs> Nintendo will be continue. A stable shift. And Nintendo will, as usual, do whatever the fuck they want. They yeah. they don't care. Cause they, they they don't see because like, I even back when I worked for them, take a drink, everyone. They have always believed that like we don't compete with them. We compete with every like we compete with themselves. They com- yeah. we compete with ourselves, and we're competing with all forms of entertainment. That's how Nintendo kind of perceives it. We're not racing them. We're racing everything, or we race ourselves. Yeah, yeah. that's how they, they they don't they don't get into an arms war with them. We're like like oh I have the bigger gaming penis. No, I have a bigger gaming penis. Look at we my... have a gaming vagina. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's pretty good. I yeah. like that. I yeah. like that comparison. Yeah. yeah. There are two penises, you know, sword fighting over there, and Nintendo's like, this is a vagina. Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's not that. an insult at all. That not is insult, absolutely no. a compliment. That's a compliment. <laughs> so, you know, if, if my future supervisor tries to say, hey, said Nintendo, it's a vagina. Right here, this guy. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. And you can always get tidbits of information like that from Sam Z. You can follow him on Twitter at Sam Z570. Yes. You can follow Pete Malini at Nostalgic Comics. You can follow me at Dre GP Podcast. Or if you want to follow me on Instagram and see my stupid comics, at SoCal Clone. Tyler, what's your social media? Uh, Twitter at Cheap Seat King, at Instagram Deluxe1228. There you go. If you want to follow this young man, Tyler. Who's brought him in for his your, your your unique perspective as a younger gamer than us? Because we're like I said, we're old man gamers. We yes. need we need the modern. You you are a modern gamer. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you know, on that note, real quick, Telltale the 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 first Walking Dead season, uh-huh. the only game that has actually made me shed tears. Right? No, it was so good. It was so beautiful, and it, shed, it, well it had me shed tears twice yep in two different scenes that's a good ass game i cried that is a good i literally cried and then went to bed game it was very sad so you, they, that game got you to cry yourself to sleep i said i cried and then i game went to bed i never said i cried myself to sleep oh okay game, very good game, game of, the year. of the year i played Bitches. it too it was a great fucking game had two of the greatest characters in video game history game of the year bitches that's that's for my buddies uh jai polidor yeah i always like to say that in regards when he and I would argue over Resident Evil 4 versus God of War, I'm like, Resident Evil 4, game of the year, bitches. <laughs> That's a little callback to, to the boondocks. No. <laughs> like, well, I'm bitches. <laughs> if you're watching this on Facebook, you can always listen to this. If, if, if you don't have time, maybe you swung by and only saw us for a little bit. If you want to listen to me, you can listen to all of our voices. Check us out on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and Stitcher. You can listen to the audio version of it. You can listen to it in your car, listen to it when you're on the bus, listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also watch us on Twitch. And those Twitch videos also get posted on YouTube. We have a YouTube page. We have subscribers now. Oh, my God. You can watch those videos. Search on YouTube, Dre's Geek Philosophy. If you're listening to this in podcast form and you want to see Sam's face zoom into the camera like it's zooming right now, you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast or twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. And that GP <laughs> stands for geek philosophy, but not one a 
game. Sam was born in Cleveland, so he claims the Cleveland Browns as his football team. Let's just point this out, though. We were talking about fantasy football earlier, and he could have brought it up then, but you choose to do it now. Sam is an agent of chaos, and not get smart chaos. He's just an agent of chaos, period. And he's walking And he's away. a Middle Eastern Asian of chaos. <laughs> Joanna Morales says, hi, since you shoved your face into the camera. You can always catch us here every Monday night. We do this show live at 8 p.m. Please join us. This is an interactive show. Uh, you can comment on Facebook. You can comment on Twitch. And we will react to your comments as best as we can. We're like the mild, medium, and spicy of facial hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, no, I mean, you're right not now, wrong. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> And you can also join us Wednesday nights. If you like talking comic books, if you like comic books, you know this guy right here on my right, on your left, Pete Molini, he owns a comic book store. And we do a show completely focused on comic books every Wednesday night on Facebook Live and on Twitch, the Multiverse Comic Show, every Wednesday night live at 8.30 Pacific Time. And I haven't been streaming because I'm a lazy fuck. But... Hopefully now my roommate just finished Spider-Man, so I'm gonna try to start streaming Dre plays Spider-Man and gets frustrated and yells at the screen. <laughs> that hopefully will be a series coming soon on Twitch.tv and as best I can do it on Facebook Live. Shout out to Insomniac Games. Insomniac Games. Shout out to that marriage proposal in Spider-Man. I know that 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 sad marriage proposal <laughs> that <laughs> that his brother can use. Oh, brutal. Burn. I don't know if they patched it out of the game yet, but they're supposed. I I, I hear they're supposed to patch it out. Yeah. Replace it with something else, but. A sad lap dance. A sad lap dance. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that looks like. I'm sad now. Oh, a sad lap dance. That's... What's that song? The lap dance is always better when the stripper's crying. Right, yes. I, I do recall I've heard that song at PSK before. Yes. Good old Porn Star Karaoke. Rest in peace. song to listen to, especially at Porn Star Karaoke. Thank everyone for watching. Thank you for everyone listening. We had a resurgence in listeners on sound resurgence in listeners on SoundCloud. Thank you for we went from like a week where we had like twelve listens and then we're back up to 80, 90 listens in one week. I'm like, all right, awesome. The 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 whimsy of SoundCloud listeners. Now that I've mentioned it, that means we'll get back down to ten listeners next week. <laughs> Such is life in the audio world. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy. Join us next week. Join us anytime. We're live. We're here. I don't care. I'm tired. <laughs> Peace. Bye! Buns. Buns. Why want the buns push? <laughs>